So like you 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 take like two steps forward mm-hmm. to take three steps back, right? Every time, and it's like it's great it, Paulo Abdul song, by the way. <laughs> yeah, mm. shout out straight up. Now tell me, do you want to listen to the rest of the story or not? <laughs> um, <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of I'll Have a Double, the podcast, episode 46. I am Wambi. I'm Rick Grable. I'm Jesse Cool. How you guys doing? Well, I didn't almost get shot last night, so I'm doing good. <laughs> they didn't hear that story. I know. Now, now I got to now I gotta figure out a way to go tell that story. I so I, <clears throat> uh, I got a lot of sleep last night. You got a lot of sleep. Hey. No, that first of all, you were so late today that I don't want to hear that you got a lot of sleep. I want to hear that you didn't sleep at all. Yes, and well, you were sweating and you did your best to try to get here as soon as possible because you knew that your teammates were waiting on you so you can start the show. We have oh, guests man. here. They're sitting there waiting. You should be like, guys, I mean, I am so sorry. No, Jesse shows up and go, I had the most amazing night last night. God, it, was it was amazing. So oh, this girl, she looked at me and I was DJing and just <laughs> spinning here on the ones and, and twos. I'm wearing the same clothes. Mm. Guys, this is my life. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, I know. We're part of it. Yeah, I know. Where this did you stay too. last night? You, your driver dropped you off. Mm. When yeah. did you get a driver? Yeah, we putting your shit on blast. Fuck you that. You got a driver? That's what when you late. A driver. I had a drive. I have <laughs> who's the driver? Who's the driver? Is it Uber? Because if it's Uber, you can't say you have a driver. Person who likes to drive me from point A to point B. So you gotten you got to the point now. Mm. Now that you're spinning at Virgin on Saturdays, <laughs> that now you have a driver. A virgin driver that drives you home on Sunday from whatever rendezvous you happen to get into. <laughs> It's amazing. Yeah. I feel like, we're the, how come we, so we're the host of this show. How come he's living the life? He's living the life. That, and we're just over here like, and we're, I'm, I'm driving a fucking rental car right now because my car's in the shop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I'm waiting at a bagel shop for an hour to get you a fucking bagel. Man, what's happening? And we're waiting on Jesse. <sighs> so let's take a shot at tequila. The life of Jesse. And, that's, and, and, and you know what? That's what he got out of all of that. All a of shot that. Tequila. A shot of tequila. That's, that's his go-to. Jesse's world. You know what? When, when you're in a pinch, when you're in a pickle, when you're pushing the corner, just take a shot with Jesse. And <sighs> that'll make it. Makes a, everything way better. All right. Be sure to follow us on I'll Have a Double Podcast on Instagram and I'll Have a Double on Facebook and I had on Twitter. And everywhere you hear your podcast, we are there and we are in the building. I am not taking another shot, by the way. No, no, no. I was, that was to pass down to okay, Jesse. Okay, yeah. Don't, okay, here. Do you, you take one by yourself in the corner over there, bud? Yeah. Uh, we- <laughs> <laughs> you take one over there, bud. But, guys, uh, we have guests. Well, we do have guys, guests. We have guests. <clears throat> what? It's empty. Oh, God. Pass this down. I feel like I'm the Jesse of my group of friends where everyone <laughs> picks on me the most, but I also know it's because they love me the most. I know. Well, I do, I do have a theory on that. I believe you that if you're the one that gets like, I get shit at work and stuff because I'm the one that can take it, you know. But Jesse, this time, like, we're not picking on him because we love him. We're picking on him because, like, we're it's close to get fired. We're close to, like, <laughs> we're close to, like, having to, like, you know, like, just, like, send him out. Um, well, that's, that's too. That's too high. He'll die for there. No, not push him out. Oh, okay. No, You're literally being recorded right now, talking about killing me. I didn't say kill you. No one said that. No one said kill. I said send you out. I said We're he would die if he fall. Not push you. Tenth floor. I will die. Okay. Hey, cheers cool. to cheers, cheers to our to guest. Jesse. Cheers <laughs> to our guest. Cheers to Jesse not being dead, and cheers to Juan not getting shot. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so as I was saying. Yeah. But guys, we have, we have guests. guests, man, and we always like to tag team with other podcasts and partner up with other podcasts. And 
I found this podcast through, uh, I think, Christiana. Yep. I think she's one that introduced us. She's like the Kevin Bacon of Dallas. <laughs> yeah, she has all the degrees. Yeah. She's always, a, she's like, you're just a Christiana away from knowing somebody. I bet Christiana. she has never been called the Kevin Bacon of Dallas. <laughs> when you when you listen to this, you're welcome. Because that's not a bad person. Hey, no. Kevin Bacon's great. No, 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 great great for Kevin Bacon. But, and now I got to turn so, all this back around well, listen, to introduce, listen, I guess. She, you, we met them through her. Yes. Yes, we did. And they happened, we didn't know that they had a podcast. It was through the 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 the, the pitch show, mm-hmm. and just so turned out that you had a podcast, and you're both cool, and we have a podcast, and we're cool, yeah. And then we collaborate, and they have a podcast that discuss uh, business, dating, relationships, yeah. uh, social life, and then y'all just all kind of bring it all together and connect it. So from the podcast, send me an invite, Martina Brunani and Whitney Black. Hello, everyone. Hey, everybody. Thanks for having us, you guys. Hey, guys. We're excited to be here. Mm, nice to join us on a Sunday. This is a, yeah. this is our first time we I think we've ever podcast on a Sunday. It's definitely it the first time we have as well. And if we, it wasn't alcohol offered, I don't know that we would have shown up. Oh, I would have. not show up at all. <laughs> I legit, you know what? <laughs> last, it was like 6.30, 7 o'clock last night. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, uh, we have guests coming tomorrow. So thank God for Instacart. And I had them bring these huge bottles of tequila just to just to to be you know shout out Instacart if you guys want to sponsor us you know down hey uh, Instacart you guys are the off the same chain thing at six thirty it's amazing it's amazing you don't even have to leave your house I never have to leave again I can go hey uh, man I really like some tequila I mean yeah they're gonna charge me fifteen dollars extra but then they bring it here they go shop they bring it here I don't have to leave uh, you know it's- I did a focus group with Instacart on Friday. And yeah, they, they reached out and they said there's going to be a focus group and um, it's an hour and you get a $75 credit. I was Ooh. like, I'm in. Yeah. And so I, I got on this Zoom focus group and, and I saw the lady and I got on and then I waited and then it was just me. It was just a one-on-one thing. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> so I'm looking at her. She's looking at me. And no, it was great. And yeah, I got $75 credit, man. And I didn't know that Total Wine was on Instacart. I'm actually yes. mad at Instacart right now. Oh. I have a, a bone to pick with them. They oh, no. Replaced, well, pick it right now. Okay. Ordered Ben and Jerry's half-baked ice cream. Okay. Do you guys know what that is? Yes. No. It's, yes. I've it's it. half cookie dough, half brownie. Like, you, when you want I'm that, sold. you want that. I have that. that in the freezer right now. Okay. Thank you. Okay. See, Jesse, I knew. No. But they replaced it without telling me with Cherry Garcia. Ooh. Wait, but they didn't tell you? They're supposed no. to tell you. Yeah, they're supposed to tell you. Or, or I know. Did you, well, I, sometimes when you pick something, they, it goes, hey, if this is out, what, yeah, they're going to do this. Else. They did not offer me that option. Oh. I would have never picked Cherry Garcia. I would have said, you know what? It's not meant to be. Don't worry Don't about give it. Me it. Yeah. You, you can't play with someone's ice cream. And you can't no. go, like, you can't, you should no. know if they go cookie dough, half cookie dough, half brownie or fu- whatever. Like, the, the second option is not going to be cherry after that. You should know if I order half-baked, I'm in a mood, and that's the kind yes. of ice cream I want. Damn. I don't want Chocolate. cherry Garcia. Wait, what's that mean, though? You're in a mood. Like, you, like, that... Can like we just get into in like that? a women just get in like eating moods like you know oh. we're PMSing we want something like really sweet and crazy and gotcha we don't and want cherries not that. cherries Fuck not there no no for it we need all the chocolate yeah. you don't go from the cherries brownies been, to cherries because the no. cherries the cherries already been popped so it's you, you don't want that I get it it's kind of like the sound effect they have on the intro of their of their podcast <laughs> can we talk about that what is that 
Uh, that's the first sound effect that I found while creating my very amateur podcast six, seven months ago. And it was called Popcorn. And I thought, well, this will do. And I kind of stuck with it because I have nothing else to use. So that's why I've asked Juan and Jesse to make us something else. Also, so, though, the content that you get is quality. So you don't show up for the sound effects. You show up for the content. So speaking of the content, tell us a little bit about how you guys got started and all that fun stuff. So I started Send Me an Invite back in December because I said in 2020, I'm going to start a podcast. Yeah, so you did. I got a head start in mm-hmm. December. And the whole concept was basically like our work life, our personal life, the whole idea of Send Me an Invite. We want to be everywhere professionally, but we also want to be everywhere personally. Sometimes those interfere with each other. So I did that for about six months. Corona happened. It got harder and harder to find guests. And my best friend, Whitney, has been here the whole time, came on a couple of times. And I was like, you know what? This would be so much easier if you co-hosted with me. So can you please have fun? She's like, sure. Sure, no problem. <laughs> That's all it takes. Ask me to do anything. And I'm like, oh, sure. When you hear that, guys? <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. I, yeah, yeah. Um, I got my gun. Let's go. <laughs> I was thinking something else, Jesse, but oh, that's good. Um, wait, so so where did when did you guys become best friends? So I do marketing for insurance agents. Whitney used to be an insurance agent. Yep. So we actually met at a conference where I was a vendor and she was an agent attending probably three, four years ago. And this was in California. I was living in New York at the time. She was living in Houston at the time. We met, just instantly clicked. We were like some of the only younger girls there. Nice. Amongst a bunch of like old men. Right. Um, yeah, that, I mean, typical insurance. Oh, yeah. yeah Jesus. And yeah. we were like, oh my gosh. Everyone's another... name is Bill. Exactly. <laughs> Jeff, Bob. Bill. Bob, yeah. Bill. And we're like, oh my gosh, another young, pretty, fun girl. Like, let's be friends. And yeah. we just kind of stayed connected like via social media. And then... When I moved to Dallas, she ended up moving to Dallas like probably six, seven months later. And we were like, oh, we're in the same city. Like, let's just pick up right where nice. we left off at that and conference. That wasn't planned? Like, you you just happened to move here too? Yeah. So a lot of things had to really fall in place for that to happen. So I own my business in Houston. And so I obviously had to make like a, a lot of things, a lot of transitions, you know, had to obviously get asked to leadership, had to get an opportunity. There had to be a territory available. Mm. Um, and it was a big jump. I mean, I'd built my business for five years. And so I was like, oh, that's a lot to give up. But my family was here. And then honestly, a lot of it was also like, I knew I had some good friends and stuff here as well. Mm-hmm. Like, Marty was here. And so it was like, you I said knew. your family's here too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so just having that here made me feel better about like, all right, I'm willing to give that up and, and see what Dallas has to offer. And so far I have not been disappointed. Oh, wow. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah. You're welcome. Even though, you know, you, you came, uh, clearly in, in the height of the worst time, the ever. worst time to, but I mean, it's happening everywhere. So yeah. like no matter right. where you go, it's going to suck. So let's just, uh, dive right into the uh, topic that everyone's been talking about over the past week and a half is the Will and Jada situation. Yes. Yeah. Um, now, I, I will preface this by saying that I don't really care about really diving into the actual Will and Jada conversation. I want this to go into something a little deeper, um, but we're going to start with Will and Jada because that kind of is what everyone's been talking about. Uh, have you guys had a chance to watch the uh, Red Table Talk oh, with yeah. Will and Jada? We definitely did. Uh, what was, um, I would say, the first thing that jumps out at you when you saw the pod, after the, the episode, what was the thing that you probably really jumped out at you? I would say my first reaction to that was, I think Jada 
was feeling one way about it, and I think Will was feeling. You see, look, you see his mannerisms. Thank you. Okay, I thought I was going to say that, and you guys were going to be like, Mm -mm. "No, no, he was not fucking with that whole conversation. He didn't want to do it. He didn't want to be there." One of the biggest things I picked up was she kept calling the guy Og. Like Uh, that's our little nickname. Like, oh, me and Og. Will said it too, though. He did. Will called him Og too. I don't care. You call that motherfucker by his full name. Like you don't know him anymore. Government name. name. No, his government (laughs) name. That's Will. That's Will fucking. Smith, yeah. Will Smith, and, that's, and his name is August Alcina, yeah. whatever his oh name God. is. Yeah, you don't call him Og, Augie. I first Augie heard Boo. of this when Og I baby. I saw something on social media that this August guy released a, an album or something, yeah. and that's why this all blew up because yeah. he said like, "Oh, by the way, I fucked Jada yeah, years he, ago." Yeah, he was on a uh, he did a um, an interview with Angela Yee uh, from the Breakfast Club, and she's the one that pulled it out because she was asking him questions and she knew some things and she got it got him to to come out with it before that this would have still have been just a mystery even though he sent little subliminal messages in his album but did you know who he was prior to this because uh-uh. i didn't no. okay no. i'm just making sure but, yeah i mean other people did but i'm i'm just not that like deep. i said will smith yeah and then this fucking this guy. guy named what August. september whatever yeah well and i think the thing about it too is that this was what four, four years, years ago, ago. maybe yeah. that this even happened and so obviously there was a lot of intention behind when it was when he yeah. came out with it when he did right yeah yeah well his album was dropping so mm-hmm. oh by the way yeah. i had a relationship with jada pinkett promo yeah, and, and entanglement. He had and an entanglement. I'm sorry. With Jada. The entanglement. What, what is he that? Had. What does that mean? That's, that's, something, that's something women can say that guys can't ever no, say. Uh, <laughs> what no. is an entanglement? An entanglement. She's trying to make it almost like a mistake. Like, oops, I got enta- when you get entangled in something, you get stuck in it without your control. You know? Yeah, I've been in. A- she was not in an entanglement. She was in an intentional relationship. Yeah. She made a choice to do that. So I don't really fuck with that word entanglement either. Now, what's interesting is Will actually called her out on that too. So yeah. Will was like, what do you mean an entanglement? Like, call it what it is if you're going to call it something. And she said, well, I did. I said it was an entanglement. I think that was a way to not take responsibility for yeah. it. And isn't that scary? to do it. Isn't that know? scary that four and a half years after and they've moved on, they, they have gone. they? Have they? He I has think. not moved on from that. No. He has yeah. not moved on. You could see it in his eyes. His body was like tensing up a little bit. If you pay attention to body oh, yeah. language, yeah. you know he was not about that whole thing. And she's so calm. She's like, oh, I was just healing myself, this and that. And he's like, mm. I don't think so. <laughs> just healing myself with some dick. Now, I will say I looked up the definition of entanglement. And one of the definitions says a complicated or compromising relationship or situation. Okay, so, well, we've all been one of those. She probably added that in Wikipedia. <laughs> she <went> <laughs> yeah. She had I mean, a PR she, person that helped her they do with have power. to call this. They do, yeah. have, they do have power. No, yeah, she was definitely prepared. And I, that bothered me, the fact that they have so-called moved on, and yet she's still kind of going, well, I mean, some things may have happened, and you know, she's still distancing, distancing herself from is the it, situation. Is it, is it still happening? With August? No. She haven't talked to Augie. She haven't talked to Augie in over How a week. How the fuck do y'all know? Juan, Juan what do you think know. about that being married? Like, you can look at that differently than Brent and Jesse can, even yeah. me and Whitney can. What do you think about that five years from now with your wife, her saying the stuff that Jada was saying? Yeah, well, I mean, I was going to dive into that. Um, I think from a marriage situation where they, you get to that point where it's like, okay, we're, we, what they call it, they call it the seven year itch. They call it other things where it's like we kind of hit a wall, and everyone's going to hit that wall. You're going to hit a wall. It's going to happen. And then it's like, okay, where do we go from here? Now, with, with them separating or taking a break, so to speak, 
um, what's the rules of the break, first of all? Um, But then also, are you breaking up to eventually get a divorce or are you breaking up to say, hey, you take a breather. I'll take a breather. Let's and like he said, let's go and find out what makes you happy. In which I guess she felt August would make her happy, August. and then I'll go and find out what makes me happy, which probably meant the same thing. But he got his hoes in check. Um, <laughs> I, I think yes. I, it's Will Smith. Yeah, it's Will Smith. Yeah. Will he Smith. hit up all the Fresh Prince girls. It's Will stars. Smith. That's Will <laughs> Smith. Yes, yeah. he's like top five yeah. fucking you know, movie stars. You want to get jiggy ever. with him? You got to sign shit on dotted line. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's <laughs> so, fucking Mike um, Lowry. But but me personally, uh, no, I don't I don't play that that whole uh, taking well, breaks. Can I say, like, um, when I hear the word, let's take a break, I just think, let's go fuck other people. That's the first thing I think of. 1,000%. Do, do you guys think that this whole thing in the media became confused with the whole statement that they had an open relationship years ago? Dude, people thought they were been, still together? That's yeah. been out there for, like, 20 years that they've had an open relationship. And what do you think is the validity of their open relationship if this whole AUG thing came out? If they had an open relationship, I, wouldn't that that's, be cool? That's what I don't know. Because, I well, think I, he's Visibly I, I think upset. the thing is, is in a, any sort of open relationship, which I have never really had one. But yeah. It's always <laughs> at, least it's, the, at least the other girl didn't know it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. But that's what I was going to say. It's always cool. With, it's cool with what you do. But until it happens on the other side, then it's like, wait, what the like, you know what I mean? I didn't know there was an open sign blinking. Oh, yeah, like I told that. you. I told you it was open for me. Um, no, but I, I think the open relationship, I don't know how it could ever work because someone's going to be like cool with it. And the other person's not. So I've always heard, this was like back in early 2000s when the rumor kind of really got going about the open relationship. They have, first of all, they've never actually said they're an open relationship. They, but they've said things, you go, hmm. But she would say he can do whatever he wants to do as long as he, you know, uh, is honest with me, he's open with me, whatever. But he's a grown man and he's a grown man so he can do whatever he wants to do as a grown man. She's said, she's made comments like that. I've heard Will have made comments that, um, you know, same thing about her. But I have heard people say that their open relationship is based on a consent from each other. Like, okay, yes, you can you can go with this guy, or you can go. Like, they had to like consult each Man, other. So weird to make sure that. That's so weird. And I think what happened in this situation, I think that Will looked at August, who had mental problems. He had nothing to lose. I think he was saying, "This is not the guy." You know, and I think because he had a kind of I told you so look, he kind of like, so what happened, Jada? Like when they first started, yeah. you see how he said, yeah, so, 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 what so, so then like is it, it's almost like it's an open relationship, but I got to approve of I the guy it. that you because are going to be. August fucking? actually said that Will approved it. Well, he actually said and that. also what defines an open relationship? If she said she got into an entanglement or a relationship with that person, that's a lot different than like you're going to go off and like get some from somewhere else. Right. That to me is an open relationship is I'm going to have sex with people that aren't you, yeah. right. but not a relationship, not a relationship. Right? And maybe and that's, maybe that's the thing is that will like fucks other girls or whatever. But then he's like, his, his emotional side is connected to Jada. And then Jada got into an emotional op- relationship. I kind of wish he pressed her harder about that. I kind of wish she said, did you love him? Did you have yeah. strong feelings? That's, from? Totally Cause that's different. different. Yeah, sure. And, and I think there was something to that because she even said that she has this emotional connection with helping people. Like she, she loves to, to do that. So I think she did kind of have feelings for him. But then at the same time, she's like, 
look, I mean, this is not going to go any further than this. I got Will Smith waiting on me, and you haven't even had a hit record yet. Yeah. Well, and she said she wanted, this is, goes back from her childhood, she wanted somebody she can fix. And that is such a female thing. Damn. That is, I don't know. What, it I don't is. Know. It is. Well, what, I, I want to hear, hear what, like, what do you, like... So I just know so many girls throughout my life that have always ended up with that person that they thought, well, I can fix him. Right. And how many times they would say that, well, I I can fix him. I can fix him. And I think that that's a really twisted mindset, but yet I think it's one of those things that almost like in your younger years becomes very normal. And well, and so I think that, I don't know. I mean, that's one of those, like, I, I mean, I probably was guilty of that at some point. I'm like, well, he's, what he's that, a Where did that come guy. from? What I don't think that's, there's bad, it doesn't sound like there's bad intentions behind, like, no, a, a, like, wanting to fix something It's almost like, like you help. feel like, one, you care about somebody so much, you want to help them be better, and you are in a place where you can help them be better, mm-hmm. and you almost feel like their love for me is going to be because I help them get to this other side, and I'm going to, I'm going to help them see or become the person I see them capable of being because you know that they have that in them. Where's the origin of that? When say women have that feeling or women, where do they get that from? Is that just yeah. something where, that's where, innate? Where, like, where is it, no. a mur- is, it a mur- is it a nurturing thing? A mothering like a motherly, thing? Motherly, like, motherly nurturing. Is that where it comes from? Because I've, because guys don't go, you know what? You see that girl right there with her ass shaking? Yeah, I can fix her. Like, guys Let me give that. a different yeah. perspective on that because yeah. when Wit was saying that the whole time I was shaking my head like, no, 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 no. And I think it depends on the woman. I think mm-hmm. any relationship depends on truly the person. It's not how men act and how women act it depends on the purpose the person yeah yeah but I just don't agree with that I think that's an excuse that women use sometimes to justify why they put up with shit I really do you know it's it's like well I want to fix him it's it's basically admitting this person treats me bad and this is why I'm allowing it when really it's probably women's own insecurities women just saying like I'm going to accept this behavior and they're trying to justify it by saying well I want to fix him I want to fix him you don't want to fix him it's not your job to fix anyone I don't think it's a mothering nurturing quality I think it's an excuse that women use to stay in something that they know is bad and make it look okay you look at relationships five years down the road and you ask the guy you know what's wrong in the relationship and the first thing he says is she changed She's not the girl I met. Yeah. You know, so guys, they want the girl to be exactly the way they were the day they met him. Yeah. Then the woman looks at it going, okay, there's potential here, but here's where I want him to go. And so five years in, she's upset because he hasn't changed. And and then he's upset because she has changed. Sounds like my boss. Like, he sees (laughs) sees potential, but he just, he's wanting, waiting for me to grow into that. He's trying to save you. (laughs) He's trying to save a brand. Damn. (laughs) No, it's I man the 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 saving part because I've heard that so yeah. many times oh, yeah. of uh, we've all heard it like a girl trying to say or saving face for the fact that like uh, like oh you don't see like how he treats me when you're not you know what I mean all yeah. that um, which I mean if you can't treat someone the same way both but you sides, have to wonder like all, you know women always talk about douchebags oh he's a douchebag he's yeah. douchebag all these douchebags but then they, go, never, they, they go for him I've though. never seen a douchebag by himself nope he always have women around him it's, it, it really is I think why are you women... looking at me when you say that <laughs> I'm talking to you what, what, why are you feeling so defensive over there no cause Jesse was looking at me too yeah. <laughs> well you're a douchebag thank saying. you oh, wow she's just gonna I'm just kidding I don't think you're a douchebag I thought Jesse pulled a bandaid off type comment right there just like wow yeah, I, got I, was, I was waiting for 
somebody to... <laughs> Y'all got COVID. Y'all got COVID. Sorry, go in. Say what you're going to say. No, I, I was just going to say, I think that women really do use that as an excuse because the, the reason they go for these douchebags and they really want to change them so bad is because it's for their own ego and self-esteem to say, I could I be the that. one that makes yeah. him different. And this guy's a douchebag. He's giving me this much attention and I'm going to take that. And because I'm such a great person, I can turn him yeah. into something that's going to be a good it's quality. It's like a challenge, right? Exactly. It's like you can, I can take this and turn it into this. Exactly. And they can't. I can be the one to take that douchebag and make him a good, and wholesome And that's probably man. where I, like, I love a good challenge. A challenge like yeah. I thrive off a good challenge. Yeah. Um, but I think at the same time, I don't know. Like, I mean, I agree and I hear what you're saying, but I also feel a little bit differently. Like, I just want to help people. Like, yeah. I want everybody to be their best self. Like, I had people in my life that helped me become my best self. And I wish that other people had that. And if they don't, I don't think that's, but it's, that's, it's at that's the expense good. of yourself. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's a difference. Yes. Yeah. Well, and I think that's the biggest thing. I mean, for sure I've learned, I know a lot of my friends have learned through relationships is that, okay, somebody, so when somebody shows you who they are, believe them. Right. Right. And that's something that I should have learned a long, long time ago, but sometimes you have to go through stuff. I'm yeah. one of those that you can't tell me anything, but I need me. to go through yeah. it to, yeah. to really understand yeah. it. We all, right? Yeah, we all are. I'm stubborn part. in that way. And so I think that's a lot of where that comes from too. So when you say when someone uh shows you themselves you got to believe it is that that's like uh like that one moment where it's like oh shit this is not who i thought it was that's exactly but do you right. ever like do you ever feel like sometimes that's just a moment where that person's just like hit a like a you know a low spot just had a bad or, moment or yeah. is it like you you're like okay I'll, I'll take this low spot but then it happens again you're like motherfucker like I think what it is, because I'm not perfect. I've had relationships where the guy was a complete fucking asshole, but I would never be like, oh, I stayed with him because I wanted to change him. So I think when they finally show you that moment, you are having a wake-up call with yeah. yourself. And you're saying, okay, I felt this way. Everybody knows red flags. Everybody feels the yep. red flags. They understand what it's like. They bury them, right? Mm -hmm. I've done it. Whitney's yep. done it. Everybody's done yep. it. So when the person finally like comes into their own and, and you're in a relationship so long that they don't pretend anymore, you're having that wake-up wake up call moment where you're like, fuck, I knew this was going to happen. Yep. I knew this was this. The red this flag just yes, being waved exactly. in your face. Yeah, like throwing it at you. You're, like, you're, you're covered in yeah, like a it's blanket. Your, it's your blanket at night. I think uh, what I wanted to ask everybody, though, uh, especially, I guess you two are, you're married and, and you're in a relationship, Martina is, uh, is the open relationship. Like, could you guys do it? Have you ever thought of it or like down the road? Because, uh, especially now, you know, um, yeah. you being married, like thinking about down the road, if it were to come up, yeah. would you be like open or would you be just be like, fuck no. You know, I, I have thought about how I try not to always put myself in situations. I try to look at it from a broader standpoint of like how it can work for other people. Right. And I've never have like said, you know, it can't work. This never can never happen. You'll never be happy. I was like, hey, you know what? What, what everyone, you know, what, what you like is your thing and right. go for it. But me personally, <laughs> that's some of the dumbest shit I've ever heard in my <laughs> yeah. entire life. I'm like, why are you with this person? Like. If I'm if I'm with a woman and I say, hey, look, uh, well, I want to be with you, but I want to be able to still fuck around and you, you're okay, you can fuck around. Why are we together? Yeah. What what are, what are we doing? Like we're we're wasting our time. Then just go do that. Then why? I mean, that whole emotional connection. Fuck all that. I don't need emotional connection. I don't. I don't not not like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? I got friends that I can have emotional connection with. I, I got other. I got family I can have emotional connection with. I don't need to have an emotional connection with somebody that I know that's 
fucking other people. Yeah. That that's and then coming back to my house and snug but, up under me. But, but is it but is it I don't know. You you I, give I your answer first. Over. You give your answer and then I'll I'll say what I Well, think. I think you put it in a really good way. It's if you're with somebody and you have a true emotional connection with them, you don't want anybody else. Right. You don't want right. you're my safe place. You're the person yeah. I'm most attracted to. You're I'm choosing you over everybody else. That in my opinion should carry on the rest sure. of your relationship. And if it doesn't, then maybe the relationship is over. It, okay. If my boyfriend ever came to me and said, I want to fuck other girls, I would be like, goodbye, get out the door. Yeah, really? Can't absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Because you're right. It's to me, if somebody wants an open relationship, they only feel a physical connection with you because they're saying what I have with you, I want to get other places and I want to see what it's like. If you have a true emotional connection with somebody, yeah. you don't look for that. Well, what yeah. if they, but what if the, the flip side of that is what if they feel like they have, they have the emotional connection with you, maybe not the physical and they want the physical somewhere else. Is that, but is, but like, I feel like that is like, uh, like but, kind of a, like a knife in the heart of somebody because you want to, you like never want to be told that like your physical connection is not up to par or whatever. I think if you don't have physical, you don't have emotional, you can't have the whole package okay. in a relationship. Juan, you probably know what I'm saying. Yeah. You, when you're, you, you know, you're with the person you're supposed to be yeah. with, you feel emotional and you feel physical. So if you don't feel both of those things Together. with me, then I don't want to be with yeah. you. And, and unless you're just a, a narcissistic, just dead inside so, individual, you can't as a guy, you can't just go around fucking every girl without any emotion attached to it. At some okay. point, there's going to okay. be there's going to be an emotional attachment, and it's going to yeah. fuck with your other relationship. Sure. It is going to come back. The rooster uh, will come back into yeah. the hen house. I, it is going it's, to it's always. Somebody yeah. always catches feelings. Yeah, someone's always going to catch. It's feelings. always going to come back because you're releasing energy. I don't For care sure. what you're saying. Yeah, you're no. fucking someone else. There is an energy. And, and listen, if it's a one time thing, okay, because you don't whatever. But if if you, you start, start going back, you start seeing it multiple times. You start developing chemistry. It's like, gonna, it's gonna even if you feelings. don't know it, like you start, ta- you, you develop a little insight, like whatever. Maybe like August. Maybe like like Augie. I think that when you're the type of guy that Jesse's talking about, narcissist super in shape, has a seemingly perfect girlfriend and you still want more, that's an insecurity. And I think smart women can see that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not, to me, if I was that girl, that's not attractive to me. If you can't be happy with something that's very, very good, you have something going on with you mentally. And again, I've already said I'm not in the whole like fixing shit thing. So to me, that's a turnoff. But women are all different. So there's a lot of women like her. She wants that like security of a relationship and she's, choosing to look past the fact that it's not a solid relationship. But let's flash forward the fact that you have two mega superstars, essentially. Yeah. Um, very talented, rich, living in, you know, the mecca of, of entertainment mm-hmm. forever. They've been married forever. I'm sure things get, you know, stay. I mean, there's only so much, right. only so much you can do. We all know so and many places, so, so many. whatever, all that. And, and I mean, like, look, I, we've, we've, we, and the fact of the matter is these days, like relationships don't last like they used to, right? People are so quick to go, whatever. And they have lasted, which has been great, but I'm sure there's been times where they get a, like a hall pass here or there, whatever. I just, you know, it's, it's, I just want to, I guess I'm curious is, they're like kind of together and saying like let's do this at least they're together and they're not like cheating it's almost like a threesome 
Kind it, of. It's right. like, it kind of is. Is it, is it being discussed how right. we're going to do this threesome? Right. Is it like, okay, there's going to be a threesome, but you can't fuck her. Right. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's like there's rules of the, enga- the rules. rules of engagement. Yeah. Which defeats the whole purpose of the fucking threesome. Like if we're I'm having sorry. a threesome and I can't. I, you I bring another naked girl in the room. I'm sorry. All, all, all yes. rules are out the yes. door. Sorry. You can't tell me not to. <laughs> there's two different things to look at with what you said. Number one, it's being in the celebrity spotlight. Number yeah. two, it's being in a 25 plus year marriage. They've right. been married almost as long as I've been alive. Right. So I can't speak on what it's like to be with the same person for, for that long. Years. I would like to say with my like Bambi eyes, like, yes, I'm going to be, be perfect love, forever yeah. with this person. Yeah. But I don't know what it's like to be in a relationship. Well, that I long. mean, let me ask you, like, have you been in a relationship where you you're in love? But like you, you know, at one point you have a weakness of like, I, you know, I you think about it. I have been in relationships where I have felt less convinced with the person than I am now. So I get the fact that if I was to stay in one of those less solid relationships, maybe in 20 years, I would be like, okay, I can't do this anymore. Fuck this. But my current relationship, I don't ever see that. You don't see it being like where you feel that. But like I said, it's it's great for me to say that now a year and a half in, whereas I can't really speak 25 years in 25 years. And in in Hollywood where they're making movies where they're around the most beautiful. Look at Justin Timberlake. Look at what he just did. He's got this beautiful little baby, Jessica Biel, who every guy wants. And he's still out at a club or wherever, at a bar or whatever, with his hand up on some other girl. Like it's. Mm. I haven't seen that, but yeah, I don't know. Cry me a river. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I um, I, I, I will say, and, and Brent, you just kind of touched on it. You know, Will and Jada being as big as they are, yeah, them being as big as they are, I think that they can't just go out and just like no, date other people. You can't, yeah, because it's you know, or or, or being in a relationship with other no. people. So it's like we got something here. That's de- that's bigger than just having sex. What they have is like they have like a like an empire. Yeah, like, you know yeah, what I mean? yeah. So it's like this is bigger than us, right? Even our kids are, are growing their own empires. You, they can't, they can't. Leave. We can't break this up. Yeah, we we, we and can't. So, and so maybe they like were. I'm sure they were like not into it at some point. And yeah, but they can't break we it. We can't up. break this up. So like, let's go we, do our own we, thing, and we come back and, and. And I think they were like, if it takes you going out there and. Hang, you know, doing what you got to do, get yeah. it out your system. If it takes that, then let's make sure it's agreed upon. And, and what we're talking, and and this is a, this is a, a one in a million yeah, thing. This what is, we're talking yeah. about here is like normal, yeah. everyday, like have a real job. Yeah. We, you know, we work these days, not till five anymore. We work till three and then we yeah. start drinking uh, at our pool. Yeah. Uh, Allegedly. And, and McKinney. And, uh, you know, and, but like, but that's a normal, yeah. it's different. Yeah. We're talking about two Hollywood stars. Yeah. yeah. I think exactly. one of the things that is the same though, is that how young they were when they got together and mm-hmm. how young they yeah. were when they got married. And yeah. so that's what I find through a lot of friends and a lot of people that I know is that when you get married that young to someone, you have to understand and have the expectation that we are both growing to grow over sure. the years yeah. into yeah. different people. people. 1,000%. And we got to know that our S at 25 or however old and us at 45 are going to be a very different people. Mm-hmm. And so do we, are we prepared to have that relationship and are we going to intentionally grow together instead of what happens a lot of times is that we grow apart. Do you yeah. think that there should be like a, a, a law, like you can't get married or have kids until you are 30? Hundred percent. Well, yes. I, 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 you, I think from you a, agree. I absolutely. Yeah, agree. because I just think that for the married like, part, yes. I think from a, well, from a having a baby, I think you know that that's going to be a, a a woman to woman situation. I mean, you know, well, I'm saying if you if things can happen as a woman get older, it might 
you know, it would cause oh, some complications. Okay, you can still have a fucking kid at 30? But, well, I'm just saying, if she want to have more than, no, she want to have three yeah. or four. Because no. once you get to 30, you might realize, I don't want to fucking have a kid. Well, yeah. Maybe, yeah. maybe not 30, maybe like 27. I do think marriage, I think it should be 35. I think it should be 35 in marriage. I, I, okay. I think that. So well, then you were saying the kid comes before the marriage. Well, yeah. Okay, well, either way, all I'm saying is, like, it should be late. It should be later because... Like you haven't grown to the person. Twenty one yeah. me and twenty five me and thirty like oh, all yeah. and then me now like I look at like those are four those, like if you put four of us in a room together yeah. you are getting four different. But people. I think that's really what we're saying and what Whitney was saying is you have to understand going into it that you're gonna be different people right. and that's hard to do when you're young because you yeah. don't have the emotional maturity to do that. So one of the things that Whitney always talks about is being intentional in relationships and that's mm-hmm. something that in Will and Jada's case or in somebody's case that wants to make it 25 years, they have to be really intentional with everything they do. And maybe for Will and Jada, it did mean, Hey, if you want to go out, do something else, don't tell me about it in the morning. I don't want to know. Yeah. Maybe that was just their thing. Well, I think it was the opposite. I think they do want to know, like, tell me everything. I think Will wants keep to know. Me, I think Jada wants keep to me do posted. whatever she wants. Yeah. I, I want I need to know who you're with. She made that comment about I'm the one that makes the decision on who I want to be with. That 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 didn't sound like that was a message for the world. That sounded like that was something to Will that she was pointing out. Now Will's response was like, you see what happened when you didn't you know when you didn't uh heed my advice when he, I say he ain't the motherfucker you need to be hooking up with. He, that Idris Elba or Jamie Foxx, somebody like that. He Don't be also, with this motherfucker. And he also she said when, when she hooked up with Tupac. She, she, she did when Tupac. he said that he got her back and she said, Well that was for whatever and he said no it was to get you back. That's coming from a place of hurt. Yeah. He's saying, I did that to get back at you, which is basically him saying, I just want me and you. Yeah. Yeah. Have you heard her? uh, She's talked about it a few times when she had her thing with Tupac. Mm -hmm. Think about the difference of Tupac and Will Smith. Will Will admitted that he was he was like intimidated as fuck. Yeah, you are. Uh, Tupac. (laughs) um, uh, Brenda has a baby and uh, getting jiggy with it. I mean, let's be honest. Or the girls ain't nothing but trouble. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Let's let's be real. Although. Uh, Will Smith, better actor. He did, he did okay. Yeah, he yeah. Did. Better, actor. better actor. I think I think Tupac was about to be one of the biggest actors of he all time. He was going to be good. I think oh, he was going. I think Will Tupac Smith, was gonna, maybe Will Smith had him killed. I think Tupac was going. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! It was like, God damn, this guy's a better rapper and he's going to be a better actor. Where was Tupac? Tupac. Where was Will Smith? Where was Jazzy? On that Vegas night, where God, was Will Smith? God, dun, dun, dun. Oh my! If we, if we uncovered this, Hannibal Burris uncovered that Bill Cosby. Cover this. Yeah. Finally, where we, we, was Will Smith on that night? Well, uh, I still want to do a movie with you, so I'm I'm not saying that yeah. you did, but if you did, you know, this will help us. I want to get off on Will and Jada. They they are great. Whoa, I love them. Whoa, whoa, whoa! You want to get off on them? Wow. <laughs> or off of them? I mean, I'm just saying. I mean, that wouldn't be the sex. worst. That wouldn't be the worst uh, thing to do. Will and Jada. I mean, if I had to do it, no. if I had to go, what if, if I, your wife was like, "Hey, let's like swing a little with Will and Jada"? Absolutely. <laughs> would you? Uh, yes, would, would you? Would you be like the only way I do it is if they both dress up like they're from Men in Black, <laughs> and then at the end they have to do the thing where they do. Can the, they play <laughs> the Men in Black music while we're having sex? They play that thing in front of your face that erases the memory. <laughs> let's just forget it all. <laughs> like I said, I, I, I mean, I love Will and Jada. Um, you know, God bless them. You know, I hope that whatever direction they go, oh, yeah, that they're it's fucking. Going. Will Smith, I mean, they're, they're going to be fine. They are royalty. They're going to be and fine. This is not a shit talking. But I, what reason why I wanted to talk about that because it, it it goes into our lives about one thing I want to talk about is a break. Have you ever been on a break? 
not intentionally. No, I've broken up with somebody and ended up getting back together with them. So I guess that's an unintentional break. Mm-hmm. Okay, but, but it was it wasn't discussed. No, we need to take a break. No, I've how do never you feel about that. breaks? Um, I'm a big fan of friends, so I don't really like the whole Ross and Rachel go on a break. The first night they go on a break, he cheats on her. That's like... For all you black people listening that listen to the show, <laughs> Friends oh, is a yeah. show of uh, the uh, five or six white people in New York. Even Jesse looked at me and was like, what? What's and, Friends? Yeah, and it's, no. a show, it's a show that talks about... It's a show that... No, that it, uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. I got to tell people what the show is about. It's a show about these white people that knew this area of New York where there's only white people. And they have a great and, apartment. And, and they all hang out together. Together. Have there a was, great apartment. There was nobody of any other color that was around so them. in what? New York, by the way. So like a six hundred thousand. They also month never drank alcohol ever. Like <laughs> there was like yeah. three, three episodes. Which, that's bullshit. There's no way I'm meeting you at a fucking coffee shop every day. I'm gonna be like, what the fuck? I don't need another cup of chino. An actor. One person's a chef. One person's a paleontologist. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one Massage therapist. One, one person's we don't know. He's but he's funny. Yeah. Um, but he has a good job. And then the other one is uh, that she does, she just, what, she sings? Well, Phoebe's a massage therapist, but we're missing Rachel. Rachel was in fashion, which is oh, yeah, yeah. very a... unlikely in yeah. New York. So that's Friends. Back to you, Martina. But anyways, okay, let me take <laughs> it away from Friends. They were, they were on, on a break. break. Okay, so let me take it away from that. That's my first understanding as a young, like, 10-year-old, 13-year-old, whatever, of being on a break. I personally don't believe in going on a break. I think that you either make a decision that you're loyal to somebody or you don't. And if you are at the point where you say, I don't want to be loyal to you anymore, you're probably done with the relationship. That's just my take. What what do you think? No, I completely agree. I think taking a break for me has been like the way to be like, this is my way to bow out and not feel like I'm going to destroy your heart. And it's like, I'm going to ease you into it. But do guys think differently? That's what I want to know. Do you guys feel differently about breaks? Um, I I think for a guy to agree to be on a break, he looks at it as, oh, so I get to fuck other people. That's what I said. Like Jada. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No, I mean, you know, I don't don't know what Will was doing too. I don't know if he was just just jumping off mountains and bungee jumping off off, uh, the Eiffel Tower. I'm pretty sure he was bungee jumping other places. Let's, Brent, what do you think as a single guy, picturing your next relationship, what do you think about in terms of a break? I said it earlier. Like, if, I, if, if we say we're going on a break, all right, first of all, there's two, there's two sides. If, if I am the one pushing a break, that means I'm pushing to go fuck other people. <laughs> if she's pushing a break I, and I'm not, like, I'm clearly, like, into this, then I'm, like, maybe I'll do it, but... I, all I'm going to be thinking about and worried about is who, who, who she's she doing. Yeah, who, what, like, and I'm going to be like devastated. Yeah. So it's, and it's like, what's the what's the reason we're doing this? Like, is it whatever it is is not working? Either it's this. Needs yeah. To why be, are we taking a break? Either, yeah, either like, this needs to be done. Goal? This needs to be done. Or like, what are are we taking a break because we spend too much time? I don't know. Whatever it is, I think a break is just a, a pussy way of breaking up. Yeah. Either break up or fucking fix it. But yeah. taking a break, because then you're just opening up a door that says, go fuck other people or, but like, don't, like, you don't really say it. And so if you get, you know, if you find out, then you get mad, but you can't get mad because you're break. It's just, it's a whole gray well, area. It's almost like setting yourself up for failure right. once you get back from that break, because whatever happened during that break right. that it, maybe was okay or not okay, it's still going to bring scars yeah. into mm-hmm. when you guys do end up getting back together yep. and working it out. Scars, so, late night texts. Because then there's going to be pillow talk of like, so uh, when you're on that I break, Because I want to know everything. Yeah. I oh, need shit. the details. Well, the first, the, the first like night after the break, you like, we no longer break and then y'all hook up. 
y'all have a great night. And you're like, we're back together. And you're snuggling up on each other. And, and then you wake back up. You might bone again. And you're watching Netflix. And you're all going, I'm so glad we're back together. It's like 3 a.m. And all of a sudden, yes. who's that? And, and everybody looks at each other. Like, who Shit. the fuck texting you? And it, it all comes back. That, my, that whole magical my evening. Friend. Yeah, like, like what happens on a break does not stay no. on the break. So, so you say you don't like to take the break, right? It's like a pussy thing to do, right? What about someone who breaks up and gets back together over and over and over and over? Uh, Whitney's putting her heads in her hand because yeah, yeah, she's feeling go. triggered yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, go, go talk to somebody. I'm feeling personally attacked yeah, go, yeah, right yeah, now. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not attacking anyone personally, but he's looking right at Brent. Yeah, he's, he's trying to look at me, <laughs> not even at you. I know, but I still I internalize this because I feel it. Because I did it. I did it for well, I did it for six years in my first relationship, and I did it for four years in my second relationship. Only two re- relationships I've ever had, but did it every time with both of them. Mm. So, and what like what was the what was the cause? Well, she's not with either of them, is she? <laughs> no, 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 no. I I, just, I get that, but what was the like? The like, uh, because listen, I'm a fan of recycling too. Okay, yeah, he's always yeah. Brent is very green, by the way. You guys might be a really good match, honestly. (laughs) Hey, no. So here's my thing. We could just recycle each other for the rest of our lives. I'm I'm good to have a good recycle partner on the side. No, hey, um, listen, I I can bring water to that pool. (laughs) Well, here's the thing. I think that um, I am not a quitter. And I used to pride myself on that. And I thought that was one of the best qualities that I had is that I was ride or die. I was not going to give up on something like nothing. Nothing can get too hard for Mm. me. Um, to call it quits. Damn it, Brent, she's trying to have an intelligent conversation here. <laughs> I just, I'm sorry. Okay. Well, no, it also can't get too hard for me. Although, Will, although Will Smith did mention girth a couple times. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Um, oh. So I think that's something that I prided myself on and I thought was like a great quality. And then I realized that that was actually one of my worst qualities when it came Would to Would you agree with me, kind of what I was saying before, that that was your insecurity saying like, this is my excuse for making this work time after time again is because I'm not a quitter. I can make this happen. I can fix this. Yeah, I would say like my insecurity was that I wasn't with somebody already at that age was that my insecurity was that I felt like I had my career, I had my education, I had everything figured out financially, I was sound. I mean, I had everything going for me in life other than my relationship. And so I think for me, yeah, you're probably right. It was probably an insecurity in the sense that my mom and dad met when my mom was 16 years old and they've been together ever since. And my Damn. sister's married and some of my, be- all my best friends are married or, you know, yeah. committed relationships. And I felt like, well, you know, I've invested this much time. Right. I don't want to bow out now because right. of the amount of time and, and the thought of starting over. Mm, yeah, start. it's, that's, that's a, that's a scary, a scary, I think I, I've, I've been there too. And it wasn't necessarily like the starting over, because I wasn't worried about that. It was more like kind of done with this, moving on. But then as you move on, then you think back on like uh, the because the, the person I'm like referring to or I've been in this a few times was like not a bad person at all. It wasn't like yeah. where like the guy's an asshole or whatever. And you're making like in this sense, like this is a very good person to where like I'm probably the asshole. Right. And you yes, think you back to like, OK, thanks, Jesse. You think back. Ouch. So like you 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 take like two steps forward mm-hmm. to take three steps back, right? Every time. And it's like... It's great it, Paulo Abdul song, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Shout out. Straight up. Now tell me, do you want to listen to the rest of the story or not? Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was really good. <laughs> thank you. Um, 
I so I but like in in that sense in that situation that it's it, it's a weird like thing of like fuck what is the what is the choice here you know because you make a choice and then you go back on it but it's but it's different when the person that you're making the choice to go back on is not a piece of shit like if they are then it's on you and you're just you know kind of trying to like you know make yourself feel i don't know what it is but maybe it's a little bit fear of change people have fear Mm. of change they're nervous to start over meet someone's new family get to know them you know well the, the more that you do that though the more that you're like like just cutting your leg off with that person's family and they're because they're just like fuck this guy like this guy comes he comes back and he does this and he goes you know like you're gonna have to repair that relationship with the family and friends forever Mm -hmm. yeah and i think when you get out of a relationship like that and then you get out in the dating world and like for example this recently happened to me and i dated somebody for the first time and i you know thought it was really great and then i realized he was kind of an asshole and i was like geez like then all you do is start remembering the good stuff oh, yeah. right of the other person your right? ex yeah. and you don't even remember the bad stuff so like I'll have to call Martina and be like hey like, you know this is what this is what I'm thinking about and, and she's I'm like, like hell no you're not. What was, she's what like was, do you remember this this what this, was, this? The, uh, like, what was right. the, the guy doing that was kind of an asshole like what like what were his uh oh um, I would sum it up as her friend as just like classic case of talking to you like you're a piece of shit low key Whoa. and like there was no hard set thing like he did this rule wrong this Mm -hmm. rule wrong but like you could feel the disrespect a little bit within his communications and I think that because she went through what she went through for the past really 10 years it was kind of like let's cut this off quickly and not do this again (laughs) which was I mean to me like that was my biggest win and most like thing that I'm proud of recently because I have have that pattern of repetitive behavior of just like okay well you show me you're an asshole but you know, that's okay. It was a one night thing. You look at the good side. I do. I just, and I don't hold grudges. Like I wish that I could, but I just don't like you even apologize. And and I'm like, all right, that's fine. Like no big deal. I think there's just such a fundamental difference between how men handle relationships and how women handle relationships. Women are classically so emotional. Mm -hmm. They're Mm -hmm. nurturers. And I'm like using air quotes because I, again, think that's a, an excuse that we use to put up with bullshit, but yeah. men are a little bit more, like, cold with it, like, but at the same time, men are also very insecure. Like, if we bring it back to Will and Jada, Will was the one that looked emotionally unstable yeah. during that yes. conversation, yeah. hey, you know? Like, yeah. Th- yeah, we, I mean, men are as insecure, if not more, as women. Uh, we, we just do a good job of, uh, of, of hiding well, it. Well, it kind of sucks because you have to hide it. Men yeah. feel like they yeah. have to hide it, whereas For women sure. are like, we can be a fucking emotional wreck, and, and it's, it's cool. all good, and it's yeah. normal. We have PMS, but right. men cannot show their feelings at all. Yeah. Yeah, we can show no vulnerability. Whatsoever. Yeah, we just have S. We just have shit. We yeah. actually had a whole podcast about that we did. last episode. I love a vulnerable man. I'm just putting that out right. there. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's, that's um, it's funny that you bring that up because... I think that while I hear a lot of girls say that, I don't know how much they really want that. Like if a guy's always vulnerable and like being like sweet and sensitive, (laughs) you're like, Jesus, grow some balls. Be a man. Sounds good. Listen, you know how women talk about struggling between finding the balance of being the cool girl and also being very like nurturing and stuff. Like you want a woman that can take care of you and be emotional with you, but 
is not going to like be too clingy needy. Right, right. I think men struggle with the same balance of, I don't want to be an asshole, but I don't want to seem like a pussy at the same right. time. That's very, very hard line for men to walk. And right. I feel for you guys. Cause it's yeah. like, if you go one step too far, you're in the wrong direction. Yeah. Cause you, I mean, if you're the guy that's, that's uh, crying all the time. You know what I mean? Like that's like. But what? I don't think that's what being vulnerable means. Is yeah. that you're crying all the when time? When I hear vulnerable, I just think cry instantly. No. When I hear vulnerable, I think cry. No. Anytime, Juan, you probably know this. When you're in a relationship and you love somebody so much, it makes you vulnerable. Yeah. Um, that. No, that's why I, I, I failed in all my other relationships. Because you couldn't. It's be a problem. Vulnerable? Yeah, yeah. I mean, so, and this last podcast, uh, this last podcast, I talked about that. That. I suck at that and most men suck at that mm -hmm. and my relationships all failed because I didn't have the ability to express my emotions and, and be vulnerable because I I've been told that that's not what you do as a man um, yeah. you're always strong you know you never let, ne let never let them see you sweat but you, you know. need to be able to uh, well says who and that, that and that's the thing if I've not been taught that right. and I grow up no one told me that I had to and so, therefore, then it's like you get to a certain age and you go, oh, you're supposed to. Like, no one told me to do that. I think that women need to understand, because we get so many women from, like, Dallas Wingman, like, not understanding men and this and that. And I think the bottom line... Tell them to listen to last week's episode. Listen to last week's episode, ladies. But I think the bottom line is you need to understand... What was it called again? What was last week's episode called? Uh, uh, what episode happens 45. It, what happens when the chase is over. Yeah, episode yeah. 45. Okay. There episode. you go. You need to understand that men are just as insecure as women. They're just as vulnerable as women. But they have grown up thinking that that's not okay yep yeah and i will say go back to will and you're saying how he looked like the one that's the emotionally wrecked he guy was ready to lose it on her hey look the thing that makes a man insecure is there's one thing there's only one thing that makes a man insecure in a relationship and it's also the question that i have is why will kicked her out because you remember he made the he made the comment i kicked your ass out there's only one thing that will make a man just kick a woman to say, fuck you, get out. It, it won't be financial. It won't be, you don't listen to me, express my feelings. Nope. It won't be, you didn't let me watch the game. All those things, he'll go and complain about that to other guys. But the one thing that will make him say, get the fuck out, is another penis. He yep. let someone else hit it. There's another penis, and yep. it was a great penis, too. You see, you see how Jada said, <laughs> we were really, really good friends. Oh, me and Og. Really, yeah. really. Yeah. He's younger. He's a young 20-year-old. Yeah. You yep. know, just go all night long like Lionel yep. Richie. You yep. know, just <laughs> uh, up on the dancing on the ceiling. A better, all the all the Lionel Richie songs. A, a better dick will get you kicked out for <laughs> sure. I think that's the other thing though that I got from like social media after everything came out is that they saw him as weak after that. And who? Who? They saw Will, Will as weak. Yeah, and all of the memes. Yes. Oh and God. here's my thing about that is that I think that. It's such a shame that we see forgiveness as weakness. Yeah. And I think forgiveness is a sign of strength, not a sign yeah, of weakness. Absolutely. Now, there can be repetitive, perpetual behavior that becomes a problem. But that's not what we're talking about here. And, and that, how do we think that forgiveness is a sign of weakness yeah. is crazy. Do you guys think, as men, because you think differently than we do, do you guys think that after watching that video, knowing that this was four and a half years later, do you think that he has truly forgiven her and gotten over this? Or do you think he's said, okay, we're in the press, we're a couple, we have kids, we're kind of, you know, looked at under a microscope, I'm going to choose to move past this? Just look at his eyes. Yeah. yeah. He looked like he was about to cry. I, I think, like, forgive, yeah, like, you know, he did, or just, you could just see, like, the emotion in his face. Uh, you know, he's still 
He's he's still bitter about it. He's still a little broken up. Forgiveness is one thing, but getting over it is something yeah. different. He made the comment. He um, they re- reflected that he made this comment before when he told Jada that I can love you through anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, that doesn't mean that it ain't gonna fuck with him. Yeah, but he's can, saying. Can we use this as an example for all men to understand that one of the toughest, most badass guys we look at, Will Fucking Smith, yeah. is emotional, is vulnerable, yeah. cannot forgive his girl for something that happened four and a half years ago. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, hey, look, we have Michael Jordan, the greatest athlete of all time, is a crying meme, and now Will Smith, <laughs> one of the biggest badasses, is yeah. a fucking meme too. Yeah, like this is we're meme culture of 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 exploiting weaknesses, but that's from fucking like young, like millennial, like even a, a lower than that. To, what is Gen Z yeah, or Z. whatever? Yeah. Like that, like it doesn't mean it doesn't mean anything. I mean, Will Smith's still a badass, oh, still and the, the fact that he. His emotional is like the fact he was like, willing to come on here and do yeah, this. Like, even though it's legit, it's legit. I'm like, okay, so you did love her, because like, I always thought, like, I always heard about the the open, the open relationship. Was like, oh yeah, they just out, they just fuck whoever they want, whatever. And, Which is still a rumor, by the way. Right, and you see that, and you're like, well, I mean, clearly he, you know, loves her. Yeah. And, and, and like you said, he shouldn't be looked upon as yeah. a weak guy. He shouldn't yeah. be made fun of. Now, I get Twitter and I get, you know, we're going to joke. We're going to clown everything. I, I get that. But I think behind closed doors, when you're by yourself or whatever, you got to realize that, hey, this man, I mean, he said, I can love you through anything. And for him to say, hey, look, you know, even though there's some shit I'm still dealing with. I'm still here for you, and I'm still going to be here for you. I mean, that's kind of like, isn't that the, like the, the epitome? Isn't that like the the guy you put that's on the goals, like, yeah. Yeah, like that is that is the thing. But well, a penis, I, nothing but a penis man will I kill mean, your emotions, though. Yeah, I think that the women need to also, like, understand her. I think she was just very cold or seemed like four and a half years ago, she was pretty cold with that whole situation. Even now, she seemed very unapologetic about it. Yeah. Exactly. And that's one of the biggest problems I had with that video is she was trying to make it very I needed to do this to heal. I need to feel good. I needed to feel... And it's like, you at a certain point have to take half the responsibility, which I feel like Will seemed like he took half the responsibility of what went wrong up until that point. And she was more so like, I needed to do this for me. Yeah. And, and, and so, I don't know the situation between... I, I say we're going to talk about Will and Jada anymore, but... I know. I can't I, help yeah. it. I know the situation... I don't know the situation between Will and, and Gabrielle Union. I don't know exactly what happened. But oh, it yeah. happened during the Bad Boys 2 situation. Oh, yeah. There was something going on we don't know what something was going on to the front the pack the, the fact that jada and gab end up having a, a feud and because uh, the first i think the first red table talk was with gabrielle union because they had to like mend their issues something was going on between gabrielle union and will smith was that before d-wade yeah, that's before D Wade. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No, D, no, this is too bad. He, he, he was still at Marquette. Yeah, D Wade okay. was still like, you know, falling on the ground yeah, at Marquette. He was still, he was still falling on the ground. I don't know when Bad Boys 2 came out. He's always been falling on the ground. Still yeah. falling on the ground. He's still stumbling in Marquette. Still stumbling around. Um, but no, th- Fuck so, him. so something, was, a love you. something was going on with them. They never said what, mm-hmm. but uh, obviously it was enough for Jada to like hate Gabrielle Union. So. This, this is something that so for for Jada to sit there and say no one can tell me what to do or who I can date but my I need that I feel imagine if Will had did it imagine you flipped the script and Will was like yeah I was with Gabby because I need to be Jada would have had her arms folded he would have been, been crucified she, at that red table oh. and she got through without claiming it was a transgression it she said it, I, it was not a transgression it was an entanglement it was an entanglement <laughs> And, and Will even was like, what's, what's, what's an entanglement? Oh. 
<laughs> you know, and, and I, I wish that it wasn't just 13 minutes because that was like the shortest red table talk of all time. I wish someone else was asking the questions. Yeah, uh, it was I, super short. I wish they had brought up um, uh, Jaden uh, and Willow because they were damn near adults, really, at four years ago. I mean, how would they deal with it? And what did you? What kind of conversations did you have with them uh, when it comes to that kind of thing? And I think about that too, like. Like, let's just say if you know I, if I had an affair with my my son's mom, like how do I have that conversation with my son about that? What what do I say? And that's probably another whole podcast. Yeah. But I always I always wonder that. Like, what do you tell the kids? Especially when y'all get back together. Now, if y'all separate, that's one thing. But if y'all get back together, it's like so. I forgave her. Yeah. yeah, it's interesting what they chose to address in that twelve minute red talk, red table talk, whatever. And what they didn't like, I, I still want to know, did you love him? Did you have feelings for him? Because I feel like that's probably a lot of the emotion in Will's eyes. Well, he, he had over her. I mean, Augie still cares yeah, about her. exactly. He whipped that thing on and he was mm-hmm. just, he's just mind blown. So has anyone listened to his stuff? Is he good? Not a song. He's extremely talented. <laughs> no, he's very good. I listen to his music. He's good? I'm like, yeah, he's, yeah, he's, what is, he's, is he, he's badass. Is, is he, he's R&B. R&B? Yeah, he's badass. Okay. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's, he's a real deal. Okay. He's going to be around for a while. All right. If, if mentally he can stay in. Stay in tune. But anyway, all of this goes back to really the biggest question. So we talked about open relationships. We talked about breaks. We talked about, you know, uh, separating, getting back together. It comes down to the question of being happy. Um, what does that sound like? When I say be happy, being happy, what, is, what does that mean to you? I mean, okay, sure. I'll take a stab at it first. So, I mean, I think one of the things that I've learned throughout different relationships is that I have to be happy within myself in order to be able to be happy with someone else. And so I realized that no one can fulfill me um, without being fulfilled by myself and within myself. And so what is happiness being for me? I mean, that's my family. That's my friends. That's you know, a career that I'm passionate about and that I love, um, financial autonomy, you know, to be able to live the life that I want to live. I mean, that's kind of what happiness means to me. So you won't be happy if some, one of those things are taken away from you? Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't be happy if I didn't have my family. I wouldn't be happy if I didn't have my friends. I wouldn't be happy if I wasn't financially stable. Um, but I would be happy. Aren't those I considered am- things, other things outside of yourself though? You just named three things that are outside of yourself. Yeah, so that's interesting. Those things that are outside of myself are myself. Those are inside myself. So they are the things. So like being having a career that I'm passionate about is is what I do for a living. That's my full time job. Uh, my family is completely a part of me. I could consider that as part of myself. Um, I don't know. Those are my fulfillment. I mean, everything that I else that I have is. I think that maybe what you mean is the feelings that you get from your family. You get love from your family and you get acceptance from your family. Financial autonomy gives you independence and makes you feel confident. Mm -hmm. And what was the other thing you said? Oh, friends make you feel that love and acceptance. So it's actually not those things. It's the feelings that they give you. Yeah. Yeah. So if I have to answer that question in terms of a relationship, what makes you happy in a relationship? And I know this is the corniest, cheesiest answer, but it's like you just know there's, you know, when you're with your person that's making you happy that like you literally wake up and you're like, I don't feel like I need anything else. I don't want anything else. You could be sitting on the couch with them and you're just so happy to be just sitting next to that person. And that gives you just a totally different feeling than anything like more. I guess material that you would think would make you happy, and yeah. it's, it's a bad answer to say you no, no, no. you just know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you just know. Yeah. Well, I mean, Will Smith. He asked when he told her 
like you go out there and find out what makes you happy. I'm going to go and find out what makes you happy. I think what she did was she went out there not to necessarily find find that thing. I think she went out there and realized where her happiness was coming from. And I think when it it happened, that's when she told August, hey, I got to go. He's like, wait, what? I thought this was the the Mm -hmm. beginning of something beautiful, you know. And so that's why I started thinking about the whole happiness thing and what people perceive as happy. And if Brent would like to jump in. No, uh, well, you're going to ask me. Yeah. Uh, So my thing, like I, the happiness thing. Wait, so this is just a blanket statement, right? Yeah, wherever, 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 it's your podcast, man. No, 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 I mean, like, it it means like happy, not in a relationship, but like You can take it wherever you want to go. I mean, I I guess like it means like uh, a state of being content and not like, Mm, I think that we use that word content in a way that it sounds like uh, settling. But I don't think it Security. means. Yeah, it doesn't mean. It means like, yeah, like a finally, like I've found either that thing, whatever it is. I found that job. I found my place in life, my fulfillment. Yes. Yeah. It's, it, I think it means more fulfillment mm-hmm. than Actually, settling. Actually, contentment is in the actual definition of happy. Right. And so like you're finally just like I, uh, like right now I would say I'm happy with my, I'm content with myself. Like I finally yeah. have reached, like finally like uh the youth and then the mind have kind of like caught up to where I'm like confident and happy with myself, like, you know, whatever. So I I think that's it. Now it's gotta be the same in a relationship, right? I would imagine for, you know, both of of you guys, the ones that are Mm -hmm. successful in that, in that department. Um, and you know, and, and jobs and all that is, it's like you're in, in a feeling of accomplishment, a feeling of, uh, you know, like, you know, you're, you're, you're going through it and things are, things are good. You know I mean? There's, bad times there's good times and that's with everything in life right like there's bad days good days through this whole fucking pandemic like some days who's happy right now so bad (laughs) but then there's some days i've had some great fucking days during this pandemic i've had some times where i'm like this is not so bad it's fine we make the best of it right and so i think happiness sometimes in my mind though is a state of it's a state of mind not necessarily an emotion uh it's what whatever you if you want to be happy you will find a way to make yourself happy if you want to be negative and like uh you know not happy right you'll you'll find a way to bring things down and so for me i think it's 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 one of the two it's it, having a state of mind of like i want to be happy and feeling okay with being content uh jesse we had a moment uh, a couple weeks ago in elevated virgin i don't know if you remember because you were drunk but I want to ask you the question. <laughs> he said, why you, gotta, why you just got to throw me on the bus was like he, that? Was he awake? <laughs> yeah, he, he, was, he was walking awake. <laughs> um, but we were talking, and, and you literally turned to me and said, man, I am really happy right now. Yeah. Uh, what, what was making you happy? I am literally, like he said, that, that, that is a perfect way to put it. My youth and my, what did you say? Oh, uh, you're like your mind. Yeah. They've, they've come to a certain point where, yeah. like, I feel just great, and then, like I'm on point. I'm doing everything that I always wished I would. Mm-hmm. I'm at arguably the top spot in the city right now at the Virgin Hotel pool, which mm-hmm. I'm getting a lot of shit for being at, but whatever. Hate uh, is gonna hate. I'm working on music. Yeah. I'm working on stuff with Brent, with the film. I'm doing this with the podcast. When well, you I show up on time. It. I'm just huh? <laughs> What? I said when you show up on time. Yeah, when I show up on time. Uh, but I am fulfilled, and I yeah. think that's the biggest thing. Yeah. I'm yeah. doing everything that I want to do inside my heart, and that is the biggest thing. So, yeah, I'm super happy. So being happy, if can is there a place for a relationship right now because you're happy? 
Um, I think so. Yes. Uh, not as a DJ though. I think we we said a few things about that on the last. So, episode. but so then, does that mean like, do you have a cap on that? Is there like a time, yeah. like like in the next year you're gonna stop DJing so you can just, settle down or what? It's, it well, it's. What? I, I have a question about that. Is it not the lifestyle of a DJ that you think fits a relationship? Yeah. This last episode, we go into it a little bit, but um, there's just a lot that goes along with it. And it isn't about being in the spotlight and a DJ. It's, it's not about that. It's about everything else that goes along with mm-hmm. being in the spotlight. All the attention from the chicks. All the Instagram all the, messages. Yeah. All the Instagram Playing at Virgin the, in the middle of the day, like taking shots. I have to act like I'm single because I have to bring girls. That's what yeah. owners want. They want hot girls in their place. Yeah. So I have to act single. I have to flirt. I have to do this and that. And it's hard to have a relationship with, yeah. as a girl, to have a relationship with. Well, yeah. I, I think it's. I think what you're missing is it's hard to have a relationship with the right girl. That you want to like a like a. But like, you have to be very. Right, what what, does, what does that look like? Well, what I'm saying so like is is somebody that like. I wouldn't put up a. If I were a girl, I would put <laughs> right. up a. Hell yeah. no! I would right. never <laughs> date a DJ <laughs> or a bartender. Yes. Fuck out of here. This is what I'm saying though. Like I a girl, a girl that you want to date that's like uh, like one of these two young yeah. ladies yeah. here. That yeah. has their shit together. They have like yeah. re, you know real jobs yeah. and are out there. Whatever. They're not gonna. They're not gonna go to the virgin well, and, and sit and watch you. you because that's like something that you really enjoy doing. Is something you're great at. Something that yeah. brings you happiness. You yeah. were just saying. Yeah. So it's very tough to say. Do I need to give this up in order to have a oh, fulfilling exactly. relationship? I think it's the life. It's it's the lifestyle. It's not his, it's not his skill and his heart. Yeah. It's the places that he's at yeah. doing his and art. Is, people is that the, you know, surrounded with. The, yeah. It's just it's just. But you never know. You might find. Find a girl that's like super down for it. She'll come to all your DJ shit. Yeah. She'll she won't care if there's girls up in your yeah. booth and stuff. But I mean, that's yeah. one of a million. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, you told me about the one relationship um, because she's there with him. Remember you were telling me that yeah, there was yeah, one yeah, couple. Yeah. Yeah. She's there with him the yeah. whole time. Yeah, yeah, like the whole she's time. working with him almost. Yeah. So yeah. she's there. Um, uh, so I mean, like you said, I guess but, this is but about that, that almost feels it takes away from the sexiness. Well, no, 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 no. That feel if if you have to be like there the whole time with your person, that almost feels like. That's the difference between you have to be and want to be. Okay. You yeah. know what I mean? It just seems like you should be able to have a separation in two lives that meet. If you have to be there, it's like, are you holding on to Like, if you aren't there, you're worried that something, yeah. I, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, there's just a weird. It's body, a tough body balance. Yeah. It would be a tough balance because it's like, are you going to, like, bang somebody in the middle of your DJ set? <laughs> right. No, but Wait, do I want to. You, you haven't been around very many DJs, have you? <laughs> no, probably You not. haven't seen I, Jesse's DJ set. <laughs> How many DJ booths have you been in? Really none, so okay. I guess I don't know. But <laughs> if I'm thinking about it as if I was somebody getting into a relationship with a DJ, I would be like, oh, yeah, I'm so cool with it. Do your thing. But at the same time, there's always going to be that little devil on your shoulder yeah. in the back of your head that's like, there's girls in bikinis all over him. All over, <laughs> all around. Alcohol, exactly. Uh, yeah. Just everything that, you know, everything that could make that one day where you're in a good relationship and you go out with your boys and, you know, yep. something happens. And that's yeah. every weekend. I will say with all of the relationships that I've had, the biggest factor, the biggest like thing we always have an argument about is always that. Yeah. DJing. A DJ being in the club. Are, are there any like famous married DJs? I was actually <laughs> thinking about, about this. Is Calvin Harris married? No. This reality okay. show that I watch, it's like I live and die for the show, Vanderpump Rules. I don't know if you guys ever watched uh, this. I've heard, I've heard it. about it. Heard One of, it. of the guys it. on Didn't it. Didn't they all get like, everybody got oh, licked? Dude, yeah, don't even whole, talk to me yeah, about this. Yeah, this is a whole yeah. episode for me. But they all got what? 
one of the guys um, on it is a DJ and his girlfriend is a waitress at one of the sister restaurants that he okay. DJs at. So there is definitely girls throwing themselves at yeah. him, yeah. but he kind of makes it work. She shows up, she dances, she has fun with all the girls and they kind of figure it out. And it's LA, so it's... Yeah, yeah but she's yeah. in the same industry in the same scene. Like, they're being if filmed. Would, He's if, not an idiot. Yeah, well, for sure. Yeah, but if she was a fucking like... Uh, insurance salesman, you know, right. or whatever, like eight to five. Yeah. It won't work. I'm just saying, yeah. like, you know, if you have separate schedules, so like, maybe that's look for that, Jesse. Maybe look for a cocktail waitress or somebody that's in that industry, a bartender that they that, can get understand it differently. I think that's the problem, though, is that like, yeah. you always, exactly. like, you you don't want to date those girls. Right. Those for the insurance sales. <laughs> yeah, because you're like, you're like, oh, I can't trust, you know what I mean? They're fucking so, other DJs. <laughs> uh, it's a catch 22, man. Insurance <laughs> owners, say, for no sure, is where it's at. <laughs> but it, once Nothing again, against insurance hey I'm in sales too I'm just saying like I get it I was just I looked over and I was thinking sales and insurance came to mind but but once again this all goes back to being happy I I think from a being happy how many people in your life do you think is happy right now like friends how many Mm. friends do you say they're happy or they just or they're more leaning toward the content side Hmm. and the you know it is what it is side there's a difference between being happy or being content mm-hmm. or really truly living your best life. Yeah. I would say if I had to like give it a percentage, I would say probably 60% are really truly fulfilled, happy, living 60, their best wow. life. Yeah. That's good. I have a so I have an in, so I'm in a group chat with a a bunch of uh buddies uh one of one of me and Jesse's really good friends. Uh my one of my best friends. I'm in a group chat with him and and people he grew up with, we've become friends or whatever. There's like 12 to 14 guys. Almost everyone's married except for two or three of us, right? Mm-hmm. Married and been married forever. And a lot of them are teachers. Um, so, you know, low salary, mm-hmm. you know, whatever, like just, and I try, and I look and I, for the most part, I'm like, man, most of the, most of these people are happy. Like most everyone's happy. Yeah. The ones that are like not happy are the ones that don't have the simple life and are like, you know, trying to live the big while being married and balance that and just dealing with whatever struggles. Um, so I've thought like, is it like a, you know, if you're single, Oh, I can still do whatever I want. So I'm happy. I'm good. Yeah. You know, but then I look at them and I'm like, man, but they're like, they're content. They have all their kids and like, you know, it's just, it's just, it's, it's cut out every day. It's, it's, this is the life and they, and they love it. And I, so I, I thought forever is it a if you get married then then happiness fucking goes out the window, <laughs> uh, but I don't know if that's the God case. Damn I mean, it. it's a, it's a, it's an in, sorry. I'm just saying like it's a, it's it's an interesting thing yeah. of looking at like, a lot of women think being ha- being married means happy, right? So like, I, that's you know, goal. yeah, and, and well, I don't. Maybe it's a matter of do people make you happy or do things make you happy? Right. And when you're single, you're out living it up. Right. You can shop and do all this shit, whatever. That's things and like a hype things things go away things whereas go when away. you're married you have yeah. kids you're totally happy being at home on yeah. friday night because those are your people and that's what makes yeah, you yeah i think i think it does come down to people be, i mean the things uh i mean look at this place this place is cool and, I, and everyone that comes here is like oh this place is great and i'm like flex this no no, no it was i feel happy here i, I, I was I, but in the last year i'm like eh, you know i could yeah. live somewhere else and be you know i'm over it right it's because yeah. it's just a thing it's a thing yeah but like the people like the people in my life are the ones that like uh, make me happy, and when I hang out with them, when I talk to them, that's when I'm the happiest, you know. And it's and and, and Riggs when he's not growling at you guys, uh, that's the yeah. stuff that makes me, you know what I mean. So it, I think it is the people, yeah. and it's and it's who you surround yourself with, and your your support group, and all, your family, and the things that will be there at the end of the day when you know yeah. you get this shit taken away from you, you still have your people. Well, you know, it goes back to. 
one of the most popular phrases that people use is the grass is always greener. That's that's a very unhappy person that came up with that yes. phrase. Yeah. But yet we all get it. The grass is always greener on the other side. That means you're not happy. You know, and, and I think most people I don't think most people are happy. I think most people have realized and they're in contentment that, you know what? Happiness, yeah, I'm good. I'm good with where I am. I, I have a family. I got I got a nice job. I'm good, you know, and I, I got I got the Cowboys on Sunday. Which e- will e- never make you happy, so don't have that. <laughs> Wish they're eight and eight. Yeah, um, that will not make you happy. But but I, I think that most people have have uh, kind of waved the white flag on quote unquote being happy. So mm. now they're just looking for things that can just keep them content. Um, mm. Back to me, yes, am I happy? Um, I would probably say no. I'm not happy. Um, but I am not to not to quote the Declaration of Independence. Which, uh, that's another whole fun character. Whoa. <laughs> uh, Black Lives oh. Matter. Hey, I'm not trying to have. Um, I'm not know. trying to get our podcast uh, righted. Um, but I will say the pursuit of happiness is what makes me happy. Oh, Will Smith reference. That's well, the journey. I mean, it's based oh. off based that's off the neat. yeah. I, and I think me waking up every morning and pursuing the things that I feel that's going to make me happy. That was what, what makes me happy. Um, of course, my you know being married to my wife. That makes me happy. Having a son that is, you know, amazing, that makes me happy. Uh, but me personally, because, I mean, I'm not trying to be dark, that can be taken away, too. Yeah. Car crash, over. It's like, so that means no more happiness? That means yeah. you'll never be happy ever again? You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you. The, so, the that, so, then me, it is, so then it is a state of mind. And for, and, and for me, it is a state of mind. Yeah. I have to find Tell happiness yourself, like, within like, myself yeah. Yeah. because... Everything could be taken away. For sure. It's like when they say on the airplanes, you have to put your own oxygen mask on first. first. You have to take care of yourself first. Yeah. So if you want or not happy, right. the rest of your life yeah. is not going to be happy. Yeah. And so I think that and, and my happiness will spawn out and it will like create a world of happiness, especially, quote unquote, being the man of the house. If I'm walking around feeling like shit and grumpy, what do you think the rest of the house is going to yeah. be like? I mean, it's going to feed off of it. So for me, I think my pursuing happiness and pursuing the things in my life that will make me happy, I think that's what excites me throughout the day, which is why this damn coronavirus pandemic thing has depressed me because a lot of the things that I'm utilizing to go out to pursue it has been shut down and it's keeping me in one place. But I just think that people give up on pursuing it, you know, and they think that that's something that they got to have. But I don't think everyone will ever reach it. But I think the pursuing of the happiness, I think that can make you happy. I love that you close this out with the Will Smith movie. That was genius. Yeah. Ah, I told you I prepared for this shit. Yeah. I told you that. And uh, and 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 is in the one movie of his that was like hard to watch, like so sad. I've only watched it once. I can't fuck. watch I can't I, can't. I just can't. wanna I just wanna hug him the whole time and his kid like I just wanna like fuck. Especially because when the movie came out, that was right when I got divorced. Uh, and I had and my damn. son. My son was three. Damn. When the yeah. movie came out, damn. so I was like, "That could be me." Like that was that's, that could that's, be me. Yeah. That's and a, in that movie, he told his wife, "Go be happy," because uh, she said, "I'm not happy." He was like, "Well, go be happy." I was like, "Hell yeah!" I like stood up and like yelled because I, I felt that. I want to say I'm going to watch that tonight. But no, yeah, I can't. Not, okay. That scene in the subway. Oh, yeah. and he's, oh, well, so I told you when you asked me this, first of all, I said uh, uh, it's, a, it's a state of mind. I do think it's a state of mind. Yeah. Happiness. I do. It's Because it, it's an emotion, but I think it's a state of mind more than an emotion. It's a state of mind that can push an emotion, I think. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, I don't think that it's a bad thing to always pursue. 
No. Um, ladies, thank you guys for joining us. This has been fun. Thank you guys so much. This was awesome. Oh, did yeah. you did you enjoy the uh, the beverages? Were the beverages up to your Well, they're your empty, so, oh, I mean, yeah. but if I'm looking at happiness as a state of mind, it means it could just be refilled next. There you go. Absolutely. An gla- empty glass is a glass that could be half full. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, Martina and Whitney, promote your podcast. you got 30 seconds. Go. Um, it's called Send Me an Invite. It's basically us talking. We have guests on. We're going to have these guys on very soon. And uh, where do we find you and all that stuff? Where do we find you? <laughs> Instagram at send me an invite. Um, if you go to Facebook at send me an invite podcast, Apple, Spotify, all that shit. Just look it up. Send me an invite as if you were sending somebody a business calendar invite. That's really where that came from. Oh, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Anything? Yeah. Anything with it? Uh, no, just glad to be here. <laughs> so thank you. No, find us. Um, we have a good time. I mean, we talk about just whatever is relevant at that time. And, and we're also down for literally any guest. So if you're listening and you're like, I could talk about that. I could talk with them. Be just careful with that. Members. Well, be careful with cool that. Oh my yeah. God. We're going to screen you Can we be your podcast? I can be your podcast. No, no, no. I know. Um, well, I mean, we could be. <laughs> yeah. I want to be. I am Brent Crable. I'm Jesse Cool. We love you guys. Thanks for having us. I'm Martina. I'm Whitney. We'll see you guys and have a great day. And oh, shout out to Three Amigos and Nejo Tequila. That's a big old bottle. That's a huge bottle. Let's do a shot. Let's do a shot. Let's do a shot as we. This is a yeah. Let's do a shot. Why not? Hey, I've been. I've been trying to pursue the happiness of a shot this whole time. Here's to pursuit of happiness with. Because we're just a bunch of bad boys for life. Who you know? Bad girls for life. Ain't going nowhere. This bottle weighs seven pounds. Oh, I hope uh, I don't get a concussion after this. <laughs> I like I, now you you caught it. I'm Wait, glad. Is, it, it. is it bad if tequila is happiness for me? No, okay. no, tequila no. is happiness. Actually, you know what? Same. It is happiness. Yeah. We'll see you guys next week, and we're gonna take this shot. And I need one more, one more. Juan, don't be the enemy of the state. Oh. <laughs> Go. One, eight, three. All right. Yeah. Uh, here's to Independence Day. Yeah, here's to a, a late Independence Day. Cheers. 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 See you guys next Cheers. week. See you. It might be. Yeah.